The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, dog. Welcome, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, E. Millie, you know, uh, got your boy Bruce. And we uh just kicking it off, man. We just listened to a clip. Love Jones. Love Jones. <laughs> it's crazy. And I told you that earlier. Yeah, Love Jones. Love Jones, man. Um, So you brought this to my attention. It's my first time hearing this. So um, cool little piece, man. Like, my, my, that brother was smooth, E. So I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? My mind was blown, dog. I'm like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, um, a, a master of words, you know what I'm saying? The way you put it together and everything like That's that. That's what you call a true word smith. Bruh, crazy, yeah. honestly, man. Um, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you think about it, bro? Like, what what got you on this tip? What you got, you know what I'm saying? Give me a little black backstory how you came to this. Um, Well, first and foremost, uh, I was honored to have this set in my lap, man, at a later point. So the movie had already came out. Uh, and I have a cousin, and my cousin put me on it. Out. She's like, cousin, cousin, you know what? I got something you need to see. And I was like, well, what you got that I need to see? And the rest, as they say, is history. Um, but she know, she knows how much I like to write. So because of that, she, you know, she drew the connection between the two. And I remember when she when she put it on, <laughs> now we're talking about DVDs, like <laughs> Oh, bro, I had a yeah. stack. <laughs> I had a stack of them up. Yeah, man. But uh yeah, she she put on the DVD, man. I saw it, man, and immediately, man, I was um I was taken away, man. I, I became elevated just like listening to the man words, man, and how, you know, he was spitting, man, you know, he was spitting at uh that perpetual fire. Facts. <laughs> and um comfortable on the mic too. For real, man. I, I just like I would like to know the backstory of this. Like how many times they filmed this. If that mm-hmm. was actually his words. Like like yeah, those are the that. things that like man, I would love to be on the set just to see that. For know? real. And if he if if those are his words, man, just to just to watch him in his true element. Right. Know? As a uh as an actor, you know. Like I say, man, the ability to act, like, that's an art within itself. Writing is an art within itself, you know. Um, it, it allows you to be able to storytell. And a lot of times, you know, you, you hear sounds, and sometimes sounds don't make sense to certain people. Mm-hmm. Where that came from? Like, why that noise? You know, yeah. you question sounds. But the moment a sound makes sense, you're like, yo, well, I would have never thought to put that here. Right. And as a matter of fact, it's crazy because we actually talked about that the other day when, in the gym when we were working out. Um, like, certain cats get on the mic, man, and it's like, you know, you you have that, that access time, and you had you, you the music going, and like um, like Lenny Williams, he had a lot of uh, playtime, I call it, at the end of his uh, song, you know, um, you know, that, that joint, you know, because I love you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the song, man, he was so so deep in it, right? I'm like, um, he was in the trance off of his own music to the point you you don't come out with certain songs if you're not feeling those songs, and 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 like you could tell he felt every lyric, you know. Then it came to the break at the end of the song. You know, I went home and I watched TV until TV went oh, off. Oh, bro. You know, maybe you ain't never been in love like I've been in love. You know, and so Thanks. it's like the brother Thanks. started talking on the track. It's like one of the longest songs probably in history. But every word made sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like the sound, that's a gift within, you know, that's a gift within itself just to be able to, to find your voice, to find your sound, something that, you know, Something that can come across a bit random, but it's needed. It's necessary. You know, um, it's it's full of purpose. You know, like we as people, every person living, you know, we were purpose to be here. You know, and through through whatever the reason or the purpose of us being here, that's that's when you use. You know, you utilize gifts and talents to help get you there. And it's like music, the art of music and the art of just art, period, in life. You know, it's it's like you look at the word start. You don't get start without art. It's mm-hmm. right in the midst of the word, you know, and that's that's like that's how God that's how God created. God created using art. For the start, you know, um, that's crazy, dog. Yeah, man, it, it's just like, man, it, you sometimes you, just, you have to simplify things, right? Um, but yeah, like I going back to like my my teenage years in which you know I was introduced to this, it was man, it was it was, it was something serious for me, man, because as a teenager. The stage of a teenager is not is not much different than the stage of, you know, a toddler. You know, I I say a toddler in particular because a toddler, you know, as they're trying to brace them themselves upright and and walk, so to speak. As a adolescent, we're doing the same thing. We want to find our own independency. We want to you know we want to find our own voice. We want to be heard, you know, and that that right there it never stops. Same goes for as a, you know, as a toddler, they're learning words. They want to be heard. They're communicating. And it's like, it's imperative in life to find your sound and to be comfortable in your sound in your own skin and and expressing how you feel, you know, otherwise, I mean, for a person, if you ever seen a person that's mute, I mean, just look at how much is missing, you know, it's just like, uh, it's, it's really a sad display when you look at it. And it's sad because they want to be heard. And you can, like, even a child or some, you know, or someone that's unable to say something, you know, you, you never know the condition of someone. But just when that that bridge of communication is is disconnected for whatever reason, it's just, it's, it's rough, you mm-hmm. know. It's very rough. But when you look at, when you look at this brother, um, Lawrence Tate played uh, Darius in, in this particular uh, in this particular uh, scene or movie. It's like, man, the brother's so confident, like he's uh, like just like I mean, exuding confidence, and it's just like um, 
<laughs> you already know. You like, man, look, that man could have, you know, like the only thing was missing on this on this particular scene was like panties just being thrown on yeah. the, on the on the stage. <laughs> you know, you look at that as a teenager, and that, in a sense, that's no different than like. You know, being a young child watching Michael Jordan play for the first time, and you like you in awe. You like, yeah. yo, I want to be, I want to be like Mike, if I can be like Mike. And then you watch that for you know, uh, a brother that's coming up that's learning how to play with lyrics, play with words, and make words make sense. And it's like words to me. You get a bunch of words, man, and it's like a cloud of words, or let's just say. Some people look at a wall as being bare. I sometimes look at a wall with having like a million words on it. And then it's like you pulling out words from off this wall and making certain words connect with others to give birth to other words. And then it's just like, you know, to me, it's, 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 it is art. And it's just, it's a puzzle, you know, solving a puzzle. And just, it's a code, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that's what it is, you know. <laughs> And you just breaking the code. You code breaking. And that brother, like, you look at it, you're like, yo, man, how, bro, like, what did you, you know, what did you think to, like, to come up with this? Yeah. How, like, why? Like, how? Like, bro, like, that mode, that's, that's serious, man. That's, that's serious for that particular moment. And what did you think, brother? Honestly, man, like, I thought it was pretty dope. And to piggyback off what you said as far as, like, and just in being in awe, man, of, like, how people put words together like that, how people are able, how they brain, the way I think about it is, like, how they brain even, you know what I'm saying, fathom that, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here sitting down, you know, ABC, and my man putting together whole dictionaries, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Spitting the whole dictionary out his mouth, yes, like, bro, what is going on? Yes, sir. And like you said, to the point, it's the confidence that he came up there with. It's like, bro. He didn't even have to think about the words that was coming out of his mouth. It was just like freestyling almost to him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the crazy part. It's like, wow, man, that skill set to have that. It's like the communication part of it. You know, at the end of the day, it's communicating, mm-hmm. like you said, how you feel. And to be able to do that so flawlessly and so uh, elegantly, you know, that's powerful in itself because for somebody that may be awkward in communication, you know, you're trying to get the words out. You know what I mean? You're trying to co- convey what you're saying. But it ain't getting through to the person that you wanted to get to get through to. Um, yeah. And that creates even further frustration or further disconnect. Yeah. Now you're trying too hard. You know what I'm saying? Or now you overcompensating and it's, it's just not it's not coming together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like um, that's a skill in itself, man. And um, I don't know if. Some people are more gifted in the way they communicate and the way they use words or the way they see words. You know, just like some people see numbers differently. Um, so maybe you could get to a certain level, you know what I mean, and max out your level, but you may not be able to reach the Michael Jordans of language mastery. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely, I definitely tend to agree with what you're saying. Um, but I also, I would like to add something. I think um, like that confidence, man, is key. But you don't, you, you can't gain confidence without being passionate enough to just allow the passion to drive you to do it. You know, uh, I got this, uh, I got the saying and, um, one day I was sitting down just thinking and, you know, passion will drive, you know, it's like passion will 
drive. It's, it's, mm. it's like when I you, see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like man, I see what you're saying, if you're man. passionate enough about something, your will will begin to take over. That's crazy, and dog. it's gonna drive you to go ahead and you know what I'm saying. That's it, real. It's gonna take you to the promised land. You know, um, I was talking to a gentleman today, and um, he was talking about his son, and I was talking about my son in particular. And I don't mean to sung you to death, man. The children that are truly gifted, you you see, you see a glimmer of it early on. You 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 know, sometimes it's it's on it's on an adult to be able to detect it, but you will always see it. And to be honest with you, I'll go a little deeper with that, and I'll say this: every child shows a glimmer of something, and sometimes, you know, that adult being a teacher being even if they're in Sunday school or just being parents, um, being an uncle, whatever. Um, we can take certain things for granted and we will miss it. You know, sometimes when, you know, when it flashes, it's it's on us to catch the flash and say, hey, we got something here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we need to we need to figure out how we can cultivate this and how we can just take it, you know, um, just continue to water this or, or challenge this child to, to, you know, to, to dig a little deeper, to pull this out, you know? Um, but like I say, even with speech, man, I, I tell you something interesting about speech. A lot of times, the reason why it seems so challenging is because we, we defeat ourselves before we even get in the ring. So you think about like Easter speeches, man. People used to be terrified of Easter speeches. You know, I was I mean? one of them, man. For real, Psh, me too. <laughs> you know what I'm and you, you got, you know, what I'm saying all you got is all I came to say is Happy Easter Day. You don't want to get that out, right? But you worried about everybody in that room. You worried about, you know. First of all, it seemed like it's taking too long for you. You, you can't even get your words out fast enough. You you want to be done, and the closer you get to the front of the line, the more nervous you get. Yeah, because it, it becomes real, Bruh. Yeah, the moment is waiting now. It, it's sweating. Real. I started, I was, bro, I was per, a sweater though. profusely, the, a pool of turmoil. Right, <laughs> and you don't rehearse the speech over and over, bro. You don't rehearse it like ten. You don't memorize yeah. it, but as soon as you get to that podium, everything just drains. See, that goes back to what we talked about last week: fear. That's mm-hmm. fear. Fear will do that to you. Fear will, it will single-handedly, man, derail your train. You got to train the momentum, and then all of a sudden, that one word that you struggle with, you that one right there takes you all off your, you know, all off your journey. It's like before that, man, you sound like you know, hey, you was a magnum culotti, you know, <laughs> up until <laughs> right. that point. And then it's right. like, man, look, my man, ah, uh, bro, yeah. Writing thesis, man, for you real. Feel me, very scientific in his approach. <laughs> Soon as you get to that podium, bro, that's it. It's over with, yeah, that, man. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. man. But yeah, but like you looked at him, and it's just like, man, his confidence almost it, it came across at times as almost arrogance, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, he knew how to get in not and to out cut, of. Not to cut you off, dog. I was looking up uh, the acronym for fear. That uh, I heard it was false evidence appearing real. Boom. <laughs> Just like that. False evidence appearing what? Real. real. <laughs> That's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I never heard that before. But um, I think I heard it like on a TED talk or something like that. But 
I was like, man, that's so true though, because it's like I feel like you build it for me. I build a picture in my head before I even say something to somebody. Of course. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's not, you even did nothing yet. So it's like, <laughs> you just creating a whole movie in your head about something that may or may not even happen because you never even did it. You never took the shot. Man, look, that's, we right back at last week. That was last week, man. Yep. Um, and that, man, that's so, that's so true, man. But it's like, what happens? Like, it's interesting though. Like, that's why moderation is key because, you oftentimes you get these you, you get these individuals, man. That honestly, if you look at it, the system was never programmed for them to win. So, after a while, man, they've constantly been beating in their head that they're not going to amount to this or amount to that, or they can't do this, and you know they don't look the part or whatever. And they say, you know what? Forget it. You know, I'm gonna just go out there. I'm gonna just do me. I'm gonna be me. You know. Either you're going to accept it or you're not. But one thing you're not going to do is you're not going to shush me. Yeah. I'm going to get my word out there. And guess what? You, when after I deliver my word, then guess what? You're going to be forced to hear my word. Now, how you choose to digest it, it's on you, but you're going to digest it. Mm-hmm. And after that, man, then you get people like Andre 3000. You get, you know what I'm saying, Speaking Erica Badu's. You, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what you get, man. Before you can ever be declared a great, a pioneer, or, you know, whatever, whatever someone, whatever someone wants to call, you know, the it factor, the new it factor, you know, the next big thing, or the newest great thing is, um, Again, you can't be afraid, man. First of all, you can't be af- afraid of failure, you know, um, because first of all, what is failure if you go into it expecting the unexpected? I think that's a, a, a part of the uh, the issues. It's like for us as as people, as, as human beings, I think a part of our um, makeup is we always we always going with like high expectations of something, but the thing that we should expect, we can expect, which is expect the unexpected. Because if you come in expecting the unexpected, then like if you in a, if you in the game of your life or you have in the game of your life, <laughs> interesting, you have in the game of your life. That's one thing. But then when you are in the midst of the fight of your life, now all of a sudden you face with adversity, and all adversity is is just the unexpected. Yeah. But if we go in just like, hey, no matter what, you you almost have to have a little bit of that. I don't care, because in order to be a fighter, you when you training, the one thing that people always worried about is you know worried about when they're fighting or you know training to fight, they worrying about the hits they gonna get. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I jab. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that I uppercut. I'm going to make sure. But what happened? You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a plan until they get what? Punch in the mouth. Exactly. Now we about to find out if that jaw made of glass. Right. You know, that shattered dreams. Just like that. But adversity, you get hit, but you got to almost have that attitude that I don't care. Okay, he hit me, so what? I don't care. I've always found out that in life, man, the 
the people you don't want to see is those that truly do not care. Is you you didn't you know like if this was a <laughs> just like you know growing up you got Mortal Kombat. If this was a finishing movie, but then you know they hey now nah, I don't care. You know now nah, I ain't going down. Right, the wrestling. You know they didn't did they finish a move on you, and you they still get them. I don't care. <laughs> like, Hold on, no bro. tap out. Yeah, bro, you just been tombstone. You supposed to go to sleep now. They still getting up. You know, but right. like for real, you just got the man. You you can't stop fighting, and it's just like um again going back to it. You know, passion will drive. It, it, it that's what it is, man. It's it's to me, man. That's what I live by, man. Like. That's, you know, and that's a plug, man, because uh, my book coming out, and that's the, the title of my book. Most definitely, yeah. man. I like so, that. Yeah, I like man. that. Yeah. So, yeah, man, Um, that's what we got to do, though, man. We just got to continue to persevere. Um, We got to just stay true. Stay true through and through. Stay true, you know. I got uh, two quotes I want to read, man. Um, The first one is... Running is hard, painful, risky, and the rewards are few and far from guaranteed. When running around a track or an empty road, there is no destination or none that can fully justify the effort. The act itself becomes a destination. It's not just that there is no finish line, but you define the finish line. Whatever the gains are that are derived from the act of running, you must find them within. It's all in how you frame it, and how you sell it to yourself. And that one, man, I thought was super powerful, bro, because it's like I jog um, during the week, and it's like you really don't have a destination, man. You define that for yourself. And to the point that you were saying to tie back in, if it's something that you're passionate about, you know, um, that's, that's, that's you, you have that idea. You know, God gave, gave you that idea. You have the will to do it. You're interested in doing it. It's not work to you. It's play. Um, it's really no destination. You define the destination. You determine when you're done, when you finish. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not, like you said, you have to, to a certain extent, you got to tune everybody out and go after this because they're not going to understand your idea. They're not going to understand your what you have in your head because it's your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is, would you rather have the pain of staying where you are or the pain of growth? Pain is the teacher. <laughs> and I thought that was powerful, dog, because it's like, yo, either way it's going to be painful, whether you stay where you are or whether you decide to grow. You know what I'm saying? So you determine your, your, your pain level. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all growth pain, though. That's crazy to me. Um, Growing pains. Growing pains, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, I think a lot of, and I said this before, it's like a lot of things is a, uh, self with self and even if you fail you know the the uh what is it the process you you define yourself like you learn more about yourself in that process of failure um what don't work what do work uh what you should do better what you shouldn't do better you know i I don't mean to cut you off man but like for me man i got a a big pet peeve about i don't know the word failure i think i talked to you before uh, you know before about it I don't like to use the term failure, you know, like we, we fall, but again, like a child, you always, you know, in order to go forward, you have to look, you know, look back a lot of times to understand where you come from and to be grown means that you've, you know, 
it means that you've you've graduated from the state of childhood. And so when you learn how to when you learn how to walk, you fir- you first must learn how to stand, you know. And along that journey, you do what? You fall. You don't fail. Failure is if you don't get back up. If you stop. Yeah. Gotcha. Completely stop, you know. And it's like even okay, even in the midst of like doing something for the first time, somebody's teaching you something and you mess up. That doesn't deem you a failure. It's a part of the process. But it's what happens thereafter. See, I mean I had this interesting experience that happened to me and it taught me a lot about myself. So I, I've never I never notice how much of a perfectionist I try to be at times. And you have to be careful with that because sometimes on a quest of trying to be a perfectionist, you'll find yourself where you'll become stagnant and you'll become afraid to move forward or take a move, period. Because you constantly thinking about, man, what if I hit this or what if I do this? Okay, I'm gonna go more more in depth on what I'm um what I'm talking about. So I was working in a warehouse and um had to learn how to um drive this this uh I want to say it was a pallet jack no 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 it wasn't a pallet jack it was like a um it was a um forklift yeah yeah it was a forklift but it was a different they had two different versions gotcha. but they wanted us to be equipped to use both. So it's no hiding from it. You 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 know out of the two, you gonna have a favorite. You are like, hey man, I, let me get on this one. Right, right. I know how you know. I'm good. I'm more comfortable yeah. on that one. But what happened if you know what happens if all of the ones that you're accustomed to they're taken? Yeah. So now you got to go. You know that. You, nah, they don't want to hear that you can't do get the work done because you know. Nah, we got two different. You know. Right. So what's the issue? So this guy was teaching me, and one of the issues that I had was. This dude, uh, he wasn't, first of all, he wasn't a good teacher. That's that's a, that's also a big issue a lot of times, who you have for a teacher. Yeah. But, um, you know, he he taught me, but then the, a lot of times he'd take a, a little moment to try to get his little shine time in there and try to, you know what I'm saying, clown you. And yeah, you're like, dog, I'm, I'm learning, you right. know what I mean? So immediately a dude like that, knowing his type, I want to make sure that my game tight, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um, in doing so, Something that was in me that I had not even discovered on that level yet. It, it, it you know, it rid his ugly head. Uh, so I got on, and so I'm asking him as I'm getting on, just to you know, that to you know, clarify. Okay, yo, I need to take him. You know, I need to do this, and he's like, "Come on, now, y'all just told you this, that, and that. See, that's what I be talking about, y'all. You know, whatever." So now I'm like, starting yo, to get I'm a little. Just lo- asking a question, exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I'm starting to get frustrated. Now I don't want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. So man, I took it. Um, I did something, man, and I felt it getting ready. You know, man, that thing like had a mind of its own, right? I'm like, yo, ain't nothing good getting ready to come from this. And so, um, in doing so, uh, <laughs> man, the thing like started jerking, and Buddy came over, right? And he like, you know, again, he took, of course, he took that moment to try to shine, you know, see, this is what I be talking about. You know, this, this, this is why they got me training because, you know, I'm like, oh man, here this man go, you know, he's God's gift to the earth, you know, <laughs> you know, so, uh, man, immediately I'm just listening to him. Right. So, um, 
I got frustrated. I'm like, yo, uh, I'm like, man, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I, don't don't worry about it. I, I just won't do it, right? <laughs> I'm getting hot. And so I felt myself getting it. Like I was getting ready to like legit snap. Yeah. And so I'm like, nah, you know, you own these folk job, first of all. And, and number one, it's a mistake. Mistakes must happen in order for you to go for it anyways. So you can see what you did wrong, reevaluate. Let's get back to it, you know. But I didn't even want to make the mistake in the first place because just being that level of just uh, wanting to be a perfectionist and you can't, first of all, you don't know everything, mm-hmm. you know, but we have to, we have to be real with ourselves and understand it's a vulnerable moment for us. We afraid of being vulnerable because what other people going to think, you know, what yeah. this dude about to say, you know, or whatever, but you know, you that, hit the nail right on the head, yeah. man. It's just like, man, yeah. <laughs> Vulnerability, bro. Like, yeah. Man, that's so true, bro. And I would say, especially for, or I would just say, you know, from me, from my perspective, as a man, I feel like I notice a lot more. Is like in the, in the male community because it's like, uh, that ego. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. That ego of not wanting to, um, you know, look like you don't know what you're doing. But yeah. it, like you said, man, you don't know everything about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you <laughs> for real. Right. And but when you have when you, <clears throat> when you're in an environment to where you getting clowned or you getting joked on for not knowing, you know what I'm saying? It makes it, you, you start to overcompensate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. try to hide your inconsistencies, which yeah. makes it worse long down, long term down the road. You're right. And it might not be long down the road. It might just be like, you know, a, a sneeze away. You yeah, know? man. It's like, because <laughs> I noticed, man, sometimes when, sometimes when a cat don't know what they're talking about, sometimes it's like the more they start to talk. Yep. It, it's like, and then that's when they 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 put their foot all off in their mouth. Right. They like, bro, well, I thought you just said <laughs> <laughs> right, completely contradicting themselves. But yeah, man. But you know, like going back to it, man. That's why you know, like it, it's a certain level of confidence, man. It's like, man, it's something about that, you know, just being confident in what you're saying, man. Like, I think you know the same applies for a good attorney. A good attorney, yeah. man, the way that, you know, preparation is key, but delivery, man, that's the, the delivery, delivery bro. Boy, real. Boy. It's like a, a, a good, uh, I don't know if they call it punchlines and rap, but um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a good bar. Yeah, yeah you know no, I mean? for real. Like, yeah. They're like, man, somebody might, somebody might call a whole trash, you know, to the whole song trash, but then all of a sudden be like, boy, that man, they got punchlines for days, right? though. I can't take that from him. You don't you feel me? Like for real, that's real though. They, man. they didn't change your whole important. rap name to Punchline, you know. <laughs> but nah, like it, seriously, man. Um, man, I I've, I found that uh, the better prepared you are, it it leads to a level, a greater level of confidence, and your confidence. Honestly, man, your confidence takes you places, man. That you know, otherwise, even those that that have studied, but they're lacking the confidence. It's like they get up to speak, and now you, as a listener, you 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 listening to them, but it's still it's still something within your mind that questions: Do they really know what they're talking Bruh. about? And then you can get you can have yeah. somebody out there, man, that's yeah. selling you wolf tickets, bro. Confidence will take you farther than than uh, you would think it would take you, man. Um, it's not gonna do everything for you, but it's gonna get you in a lot of different doors, man. Because it's like, like you said, 
you believe they make you make them believe that you know what you're talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, bro. Like that's the crazy part. They know how to control that environment. Matter of fact, they become the atmosphere. Yeah. Wherever they travel, the atmosphere changes. That's a gift within his own, man. It's it's like, man, man think about what I just said. Wherever you travel, you change atmospheres because you figured out you are the atmosphere. You know, they call it the life of the party. That mean a party don't get started until you arrive. They be like, boy, where that boy be royal at, man? Man, that man late as usual. You know what I'm saying? The party's still going on, but the party, you know what I'm saying, is real whack. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, then all of a sudden, here you go. And then all of a sudden, yeah, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, man, all of a sudden, it got, it, it's got life. Uh, man, my thing is just here, man. That's why I that's why I love that clip, man. I'm telling you, man, as as again, it's funny, man, in our community, bro. Like one of one of the one of the first things we feel we must learn is number one, we feel we must learn how to fit in. Like we yeah. really feel like no matter what, man, the first thing, man, first day of school, what you worry about, hey, bro, hey, what shoes you wearing tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Uh Hey, what the fit gonna look like? You know, it's <laughs> like, man, you already you already planned that first outfit of, you know, the, the first day of school. You already, already got, got that laid plan. out. Yeah, man, what? Hey, hey. Shoes and to be, and honest, everything. to be honest with you, boy, you're gonna bust them in the head hard with this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it's like, it's interesting. Then I got to thinking about it. I, I became different with my thoughts and I said to myself, you know what? I ain't gonna hit them with the hardest one first. Yeah. I said, man, I'm going to let them fizz out. And then I'm going to come hard. For real, though. Hit them with a main course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? That Friday special. Oh, bro. (laughs) That's a different step. Yeah, yeah. That's what we was talking about when the check hit. Yes, sir. Oh, man. (laughs) That's a different feeling. Man, for real. And um, it's like, man, but okay, like what we talking about, that's one level to it, man. There's layers to it, though. Then it's like Andre 3K, man. He came around and he just like, just changed everything. Right. Like, bruh, he, you, you, you felt, you felt rappers was different. Like when rappers, like when hip hop first came out, bruh, if you ever looked at like how a lot of these, you know, how a lot of these hip hop artists used to dress when they first came out, bro. You gotta like keep in mind, like disco was still hard and yeah. it's still hitting at that point in time. So you had like you had this, I call it like uh this bridge between, you know, disco and then the disco kind of bled over into like the hip hop scene. So some of the dudes, man, like they outfits, bro, you like, yo, what this dude got on? <laughs> you, I'm talking, you might been, you might have been liable to, you know, a dude might have had on some flamingo, man. At the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A jacket, you know, looked like a flamingo, and the man had on a football helmet. I don't know, nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Shoulder pads to top it off. For I don't real, know, man. But it's like, man, it it slowly started to, you know, what I'm saying, change. But when three stacks came along, man, it's like, yo. Changed the game. He bro. was a blast, a refreshing blast from the past, but then he took it, man, and then like modified it at <laughs> a la the prototype. He shows you, you know the what I'm saying? Prototype, bro. Hey, it's cool, man, to be you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's direct. Bro. That's the main thing I felt like he tried to push was yeah. being you. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in. I felt like the words he said, authentic, bro, authentic. Crazy, bro. Who, who would say something like that, man? Brother Andre. That, like you said, to your point, when you walk out with that confidence, that game-changing confidence, 
being yourself, being authentic. Um, it may not take on at first, but that authenticity, since it's so real and it's so uh, uh, genuine, everybody else gonna feel like you yo, why you, know, you can't you can't help yeah. but to do it, bro. It's like man, because the thing that it's crazy, but what people what people love to hate is the fact of somebody being phony. Yeah. They love to hate that. Man, look at this Jack Hill, man. Here he go again. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Still stealing. Still stealing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. like, stay biting on another artist. You know? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you know, you might have heard this. Man, this white boy, what are you doing? He, he on the wrong side of town. Eminem. Then yeah. all of a sudden, he opened up his mouth and started spitting. Going crazy, You got to too. lose yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, boy, the more you hate the fact, you like, yo, some cats, it was about his color. Yep. Like, man, I I can't get behind that, man. That You know what I'm saying? It, man, that ain't our roots, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we own this. Mm-hmm. You know, this, and I, they would not take something else from us. You know, and we being real, a lot of people, that's where they were at with it. But then the brother opened up his mouth, man. He started going to spit. And, and that's the thing about music, man. It doesn't matter where you from. Yeah. Your connection to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is the things that you've gone through. And then when you, you know, when you express it, man, look at you caress it, express it. Then you know what I'm saying? Man, from that point, man, look, the sky's the limit, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, the man has been out of, you know, he's been out of the solar system ever since. Ever man. since, man. Ever since. For real. And it's, people embrace it. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Every all types because it's like, yo, when you meet that person that's just real authentic. Like you said, it make you feel comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. It's you like, bro, me? you sit up there, you start questioning, man, why was I doing this like why this before? Bro, what you said at first, you said wanting to fit in, man. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a major key, man, that you shouldn't slip past because the whole fitting in part of wanting to be cool, wanting to put on this persona, uh, hinders you, man, because it it's like you got a high school effect mm-hmm. to where, <clears throat> and I look at it like either you could get all your cool points in high school and then the rest of your life is just subpar, or you could say bump that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and be uncool at first by being yourself because it's not a cool thing to do, and later on in life you flourish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, you become the person that you you truly are. You know they call that leveling up, bro. Real talk, it's like man, to be honest with you, bro. The, the the people that they call a lame, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, you know what I'm saying? You get you to be honest with you, you get bashed, man, in high school a lot of times when you know you below the radar. Yeah, you know everybody want to be above the radar, but then when you below the radar, like people like man, yo, like that Jack, they ain't got no style, right? You know what I'm saying? Man, look at her ponytail. You know what I'm saying? You. you know what I'm saying? It's it's okay. I, so this remind me of a story, man. Back in elementary school, so it was a uh, it was a young girl back in elementary school that I knew. Like she had uh she had Jerry curls, mm-hmm. and it's like um like her hair was real short. And it, you know, it like man, they bro like kids, man. We were cruel, man. We just it's like that's just I hate to say it, but that's how it is. And um like man, just couldn't accept it, right? And um so it's like you know that. It, the Jerry curls, like most fans, they play out. They, you know, mm-hmm. they cycle in, cycle out. And so I guess she got caught in the midst of a cycle out. And so um, it, it's like uh, she, she just, she always got, she always got bashed for being who she was. Yeah. Because at the time, you got to think about it. Like, like early 90s, man, mid 90s, like for kids, your hair was short. I mean, 
we weren't rocking the natural look then. Really, it wasn't. It was perms, you know, that, that like I said, they, that, you know, I call it that activation, you know what I'm saying? Um, the activation was ruling the nation at one time, like our nation. One time I went to my grandma's house, man. Grandma had the pillow wet up, bro. Like, man. From look, what? Man, that activation. <laughs> from what? Man, look here, boy. And it might, she used to always make me go to sleep, man, right behind her, man. And like, the Jerry's was just, un, I'm talking about unhinged, man. They were just dripping everywhere, man. If she turned to the left, boy, look here, boy. It was a thunderstorm, boy. You're like, oh, yes, sir. It was oh, going to rain. Man. But um, for her, she got caught, man, on the cycle, the cycle out. And she was just like, she was she was small, slender, you know. Um, just I just you know like looking back at it, man, I feel bad, man, because I I also played a part in it, and I don't mind admitting, you know, and, and saying it, just being ignorant, following again, following people. But then you get to you know when I got to know her, she was good, you know, she was good people, man, like a heart, man. She she just had a she had a good heart. So anyways, man, they clowned her, you know, all the way through elementary school, middle school. I think I lost contact with her. We went to different schools or whatever. So um, I ran back up with her like in our in our adult life. Like we was like, I say late teens. I don't know if it hell grew or not. At that, at that point, in time, it didn't matter because totally you different. could just you can wear your hair as you chose to wear, you know, as you chose to wear. But again, bro, it's just like. Being in her skin, just to just to see her evolve, it's like they say in life, man. You know, either you can evolve or you cease to exist. You know, that's yeah. evolution. Um, that's true. Yeah, and and you know sometimes that's retribution. You know, because some people get clowned early on because they they look at you like you you know you can evolve, and then that person stay on the same old, and then retribution states that now all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They down looking up. Yeah, that's how it is. That's real, Irv, man. Yeah. I think uh, to that point, man. Maybe it's um, you projecting your insecurities on somebody else, and that person is just the punching bag or like that the uh, scapegoat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I think it just goes back to just like you said, it keeps coming back to comfortability, man. Being comfortable in your own skin, which is some people are learning that early, some people don't. But at the end of the day. It's a skill that needs to be learned, skill that needs to be taught. Um, and the more you get from that is unity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is, and I heard in this um, one uh, interview I watched, it said unity is not uniformity. Unity is understanding that everybody's different, but they all shooting for the same cause. Word. You know what I'm saying? Word. I was like, yo, that's deep, bro, because I used to think unity was uniformity. Everybody on the same tip, wearing the same, talking the same, nah. doing everything like that. Nah, because see, even with even in, you know, unity, you still have, you got you, everyone's their own individual, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about it, man. That's what makes, bro. That's true beauty, man. When you look at it, bro, you look at a crayon box, man. All these colors inside of the crayon box, man. Like that's beautiful when you think about it. Now you suppose you open up that box and you got all black crayons, all white crayons. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, bro, why we even got a box anyway? <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Why just ain't get one giant crayon? Yeah, you know exactly, what I'm exactly. That's real. <laughs> one giant crayon. Now, that's real, bro. But like for real, man, we all bring something to this this large, massive pot, man. And we add a little bit of our gift, a little bit of our talents. We add a little bit of our personality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, it take this, you know, it take this real, you know, south for you. You know, you mess around, man, and you got you a good pot of gumbo. You know Tell what I'm saying? Bro. And it's like, bro. Bussing. If, 
<laughs> well, you said that with a lot of power just now. <laughs> but, but for real, it's it's just that's what it is. And what makes it what it is is the fact, you know, all it is, all it is diversity, man, hitting that palate a certain way, man. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have a tongue gasm. Yeah, man. That's what it is. Real man. talk. A buffet, man. <laughs> Real talk. I'm telling you, dog. It's just um I just the, and you really got me on this um tip, man, now that I'm thinking about it. It's like, for instance, reading, man, like, um, a lot of people don't read or right. they get bashed for reading in our community. Um and it's like, I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of knowledge is in books. It's a way of gaining knowledge. It's not the only way, but it is one way. And, uh, you know, these terms get thrown out. And I just don't understand why it's okay to, uh, I guess, like I said, it goes back to you want to, you may be a bad reader. So you may have influence, you know, popularity, whatever the case may be. So to hide that, you know what I'm saying? Inconsistency in yourself. You use your influence to cause somebody else uh, who may be better at you in that situation instead of asking them for help or how they did that or if they could help you. You try to um, downplay they, downplay that their strength, which is your weakness. Definitely, man. I, I agree with you on that, man. It's like that's, that's what bullying is, though. It's like, you know, again, it's, it's no different than when you got an injury on one side of your body and the other side is starting to try to overcompensate for that side. You got cats that go to the gym, man, and they want to hide behind their muscles. But really and truly, like, what's creating this 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 thought process that you need all of these muscles? And you will do anything to get these muscles, even inject yourself for, you know what I'm saying, a momentary gain. Like, what is it? It's insecurities. It's a lot of, you know, you, you just really and truly, man, you start, you know, taking the layers back and you'll find a afraid little boy, man, that's been bullied before. And now all of a sudden, you know, he tells himself, you know what, when I get older, I'm going to grow these muscles and, and, and nobody going to feel like they can just run up on me no more. You know, and it, it's, it's sad to say that that's what happens sometimes. Like, you know, we get. We get scarred, man, and although the scars, the you know the scars sometimes heal, really and truly, the true wound it never goes anywhere. It's still there. We still remember it, and the mark is still there to express that. Yeah, I've been here. I'm not mm-hmm. going nowhere. But you know, it, it's just um, <laughs> it's funny you start talking about marks, man. Like even you know, I call them natural tattoos. You know, yeah. scratch marks. You know, man, that makes a lot of us insecure. You know, oh, my God, you know, I don't like this. You know, I think that's one of the most beautiful things. Too, you know, bro. that's just, man, look, I, I, give me natural anything. <laughs> but I'll take a plate of natural. You know what I'm saying? All natural. Capri Sun, please serve it my way. Let me ask you something, though, man. Like you said, you took part in some of the, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying, berating or whatever the case may be. But what changed your mindset? Because I'm trying to get to, like, a solution of, like, how did you transition to understanding like, yo, bro, they ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be yourself. I don't, I, you know, it's okay not to want to fit in and just, you know what I'm saying, pay my own, my own lane. So how did you transition your mind like that? Well, for me, man, like, to be honest with you, um, first of all, I've always been the type that knew right from wrong. And even if I did wrong or I got away with doing wrong, 
I okay, even though I got away with it, I didn't get away with it because my conscience killed me. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's it's nothing worse than looking someone in their eyes and you can see the hurt in their eyes. And sometimes all it takes is like, even as a, you know, with your own parent, man, your parent might not, you can piss your parent off. Their pissivity levels are off the charts. And then all of a sudden, you know, you like, boy, I'm about to get it, boy. Or some kids probably sitting there thinking, boy, I'm about to get cussed out or whatever. And you don't get that. You don't get, you know, the belt. You don't get none of that. Instead, you know what you get? I'm very disappointed in you. Bruh, that's like a sword in the heart. Bruh. Exactly. That right there, you know, you you like, you could have just gave me the belt for all this. that more. You know what I'm saying? And now, all it does is it just weigh, it, it weighs on your conscience. Yeah. You know? And, but the equivalent to that is with her, you know, after I've played, you know, I played a role in, and then I turn and I look at her and her eyes, her eyes said it all. That's that I'm disappointed in you. Now I can, yeah. I can see them, but you, yeah, and, and that right there, that's when you look them in their eyes, it's, it's no different than if you real enough with yourself to look yourself in the mirror after you've done wrong. Do you like who you see? That's like, you know what I'm saying? Michael, he's old. You know, Mike was talking about the man in the mirror. It's like, boy, that that one right there. Boy, people, hey, boy, we we avoid the mirror now. I'm telling you. In, in moments like that, we, yeah. But. Deflect. Exactly. We deflect. But nah, that one, that one right there is about the reflection. And that's what you really see is, you know, are you truly who you see or are you in now this is this is interesting bro like we getting ready to go there now like right now i don't even know what brought me to it like brother brother park like tupac like man when okay when i mention the word tupac to you or the name tupac to you what do you think uh i think about the rapper I think about uh, Tupac, you know, he had hella influence and uh, a lot of his words, you know, people resonated with. And he got a couple of songs that I resonate with. Like, okay, so for me, when I think about Pac, I think about Pac a little differently. See, yeah, the rapper, um, yeah, that that's, that's one variation of Pac. Pac was different, bro. Like, would you say he, the, he is, or Nipsey Hussle was our version of Pac. When you say our version of Pac, see, I I still came up with. I was I was able to have been introduced to Pac, so I, I you know I heard Pac. I, I see you what know, you're saying. So, for me, that's like that's like somebody that's caught right in the, like the same as me also, like Michael. And LeBron. So I see both of them. I see their greatness. But then you ask me to judge between the two. And I'm like, man, that's 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 not right. You know, I see what you're saying. Because they both great, but they great in different ways. You I know? feel you on that. And first of all, they not even playing the same position. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, they still on the same mission, but playing a different position. If that makes a bit of sense. No, no, it does. You it know? does. With Pac, man, the, the thing that got me the most with Pac was, I think I picked up on this, man. 
So growing up again, I was like like you to a degree with the, okay the rapper. I was just, just I was just familiar with the rapper, but I didn't even know about the activist side of Park. I didn't know you know like his mother, like the ties to the you know the Black Panther uh, Party of Self Defense and all that. You know, it's interesting even with that. A lot of people they just refer to it the Black Panther Party. They don't even they don't even like fully embrace the whole name or the significance of the name. If you're going to say it, like say it all, yeah. you know, party of self-defense. See, that's something that they try to take away from, you know, the group itself and our people is the fact that, okay, the reason why that whole thing was even brought into, you know, it was even brought up or created was because of the wrongdoings, you know, the injustices that was being done to our people. And then we decided, Hey, you know, let's, you know, let's self-govern or try to self-govern, uh, you know, the police ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And the, the stop, you know, the police, you know, the police brutalities and stuff like that. Um, but with Park, man, I, I went in, um, as I got a little older, I went and I bought the, uh, the rose that grew from the concrete. It was the book. Like you were talking about the book and, um, the power of a book, man. I went and bought it and, was that a book he wrote? Yeah, it's it's actually it's a book of poetry. So yeah, gotcha. he wrote it. And um as I when I opened it up and I started reading it, the first thing I noticed, so what I'm gonna do right here is I'm gonna classify it as, you know, I'm like two it was a duality within Park. So I say you had the artist that will become a Tupac, and then you had you had the man. Tupac Shakur. What what I noticed is um like in his writing that when he first started out, man, it's like man, it's almost like uh I would call it like gazing into like a a sunrise. You you see, you know, it's it's so heavenly, man. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's it's new. It's it's invigorating. It's it's just you know um vibrant. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to read through the book uh, through the book, you started to see the metamorphosis start to happen. And then all of a sudden, just like, you know, the different times, you know, within a day, all of a sudden you get to, you know, the midday and you still get, you still getting a level of bright, you know, uh, of this, this bright uh, essence and it's, it's hot, you know, but something's happening. It's a little bit of a change. You don't pay attention to it because you're like, okay, it's still, you know, Hey, cool. You know, he's still mm-hmm. providing the sun, you know, then, you know, depending on the season, if it's seven o'clock, it's getting a little darker early. So now all of a sudden you start to see that, that little glimmer of darkness. And then all of a sudden you start to see the birth of Pac. And then, you know, it's just like um, me personally, I feel like Pac became a victim of his, you know, of his, of the victim of his circumstance, man. And it's this thing that's often said about here in, you know, in, in the city that we're in, in, the city I came up in, I grew up in, Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, to be specific. And they say, you know, um, with a lot of people, the issue is they can't escape the city. And so ultimately, like a lot of your stars, like whether that be basketball players, you know, football players sometimes, uh, or even rappers, you know. One rapper in particular, you know, camouflage. Um, 
they say just can't escape the city. Whatever they do, they just keep coming back to the city like the city is his lover. And um, then the way some people will try to paint it out, the city don't love you. You love the city, but the city don't love you. And sometimes that city could become a black widow that will ultimately kill you if you don't get out. That's how, you know, Pop, I feel, I feel, I really truly feel like after reading the book, I got a different interpretation of him. He became a, a product of uh, his environment and he changed. It's almost, I want to say almost like, it's almost as though he put on a mask, but you put on the mask long enough and you walk around with the mask on long enough, you'll start thinking that that's your face. Yeah. You know, um, and thug life was born, you know, and the thing about it, it's like, man, brother park, man, it's just, it, it was, it was, it was powerful, man, to read this book because even in the midst of it, when like the metamorphosis happened and he became full blown Pac. Even with that, you had, you saw like toward the tail end, like the love in them, and then you saw the glimmer of what used to be or who he used to be. It was almost as though like if you're a Marvel fan, it'd be like the Incredible Hulk, and the credible the Incredible Hulk is so much different than Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. and it would be hard to even believe that you know this behemoth or this this you know brute. You know, or some people would call him a savage. You know, he even had this this scientist, you know, the soft natured scientist within him. And I noticed like it was a uh, it was a poem that he wrote. Pac wrote this poem for Jada. And when I read it. I said to myself, I said, you know what, man, this man really loved her. It's like, man, all of the other like. It was tunnel vision on her, man. It's like, man, he it's almost as though he breathed for her. You know what I'm saying? He yearned her. It's like it was it was deep, man. It was deep. It, it was it was real deep. And um but it almost like it almost like struck me as though the forbidden fruit, for whatever reason, you know what you want, but then ultimately you know you can't have it. For whatever reason, you know, you just, it, it just, it, it won't be, or it, it couldn't be. That's like, that's what, that's what hit me. Hmm. Let me ask you something, dog. Uh, you said you become a product of your environment. I feel like you have to renew your mind. So it's like the city don't love you or uh, you love the city, but it doesn't love you back. I feel like sometimes that our mindset, our situation changes, but our mindset stays the same. You know what I mean? What so it's that? like, it could be either or, you know, I, I mind, cause I, I think about people in prison, you know, like prison is the environment itself is, you know, uh, I never been, but for what I hear and what, you know, the documentary that says, you know, a, a, not a, not a place that, um, tends to have a lot of hope, you know what I'm saying at times, or mm-hmm. it could be a terrible place. It's a hell hole. So it's like, but people there write books, people there, do all kind of amazing things, do stocks, all kind of great, uh, different things because of the ruin, renewing in their mind. Their body is caged, but their mind is free. So I think sometimes we stuck in that limbo, like how they say, you know, you straddling the fence. Mm-hmm. Your situation is changing, 
and you see better, you, you know what I'm saying? Better is coming for you, but your mind is still, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to play both roles, but it's like your routines, the way you think, the way you move, all that is going to have to change if you want to fully embrace this new blessing that's coming your way. You know what I mean? So I think for me personally, it's more about mental change. You know what I mean? Like regardless of your situation, now, don't get me wrong. Situation does play a part. But I think uh, mine, for me, is more 51-49. Just from the simple fact of, like I said, even in prison, the worst of the worst, the place where you never ever may be able to get out of, you could change uh, through your mind. Nah, that, that's dope, man. I like how you put that. Um, I'm going to also say something, though. Um in Park's situation, man, um, Wayne said something in one of his songs. He said, you're not great unless you're assassinated. That hit me different. And, um, like, when you think about most of your great so-called black leaders or so-called African-American leaders, you know, the great ones were what? They were eradicated, assassinated. Why? does that solidify whether or not you're great or not? When it's done to them, it creates an exclamation point. And, um, you know, and it's just like, okay, so within within our culture, it's like the thing that makes us great, though, is the fact that when we truly figure out our superpower, and our superpower is no matter how much you tear at this flesh no matter how much try to disassemble us no matter how much you take and you know create lack within our community no matter how much you take and put you know drugs within the community no no matter how much you take and try to oppress us you know you can never best us because at the end of the day at the end of the day like a phoenix we still rise from the ashes and why is that is because it's our soul. It's like that we took, we took scraps. We took, you know, the things that technically wasn't meant for a person to take and eat or for that matter, enjoy. And we took that mug and we created soul food. Oh yeah. A whole different, yeah, uh, a whole different category. A- exactly, you know what I'm saying. And in the midst of creating so-called soul food, we prepared it and we ate it with smiles on our face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, like, man, we could have ate that and then drunk a little. You know what I'm saying? We could have drunk a little glass of Amazing Grace behind that. How sweet the sound! You know that's that's what we that's what we had the power to do. That's what we have the power to do. It's like our soul is always free, but it's the mind. It's the mentality. It's the lack thereof a great education. Or for that matter, just, you know, passing down or blessing the next generation with facts of who we truly are. That's what's missing, you know? And it's just like, man, Going back to Park, man, it's like with, within that meta, you know, within that metamorphosis. Early on, as like as a as a as a child with Park, I feel like he ultimately knew. The thing about him, he knew who he was. 
he knew deep down in his mind he was a panther. You know, he was birthed into that. Not only that, you know, his mother, she was a panther at her heart. His father in his heart, you know, that that's what it was. But so it's like he, he it's like he he the early portions of his 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 life, it's almost like with that, he had a chance to live. He, you know, went to art school, this, that, and the other. If you looked at Park Man when he was young, when when he had the part in his head, it's like just look at listen to like listen to his delivery listen to him watch him at that point Paul it that was like day compared to you know what would later become night when the hair got shaved he had a bald head you know what I'm saying bandana you know what I'm saying the nose ring you know it, it's just like it, it it was night and day but it's like by that time he already I really believe that all of the greats, man, that do get get assassinated, man, I feel like they know, like they feel it, they they can see something that we can't see. They can see the cloud above their head that states, man, the writing is on the wall. I'm gonna be killed. It's like, but regardless, the message, he didn't care, because you no matter how much you attack the body, he's still spitting fire. That's the soul. It's all from the soul. People like, and I, I, I never really knew, um, except for what I heard and what you know I experienced myself as far as Tupac, but from his persona and like from his, from what I got from it's like, he kind of wore his, uh, his heart on his sleeve. He was, oh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? He put, definitely. he put out who he was. Who he was, you know what I mean? He was very transparent in how he lived. And um, maybe that's because, you know, being on TV, you have to be like that because cameras are everywhere. But regardless of the fact, some people hide it more than others. But he was out there, you know what I'm saying? Living his, living, showing his truth. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's a testament to, uh, to being, I guess, considered one of the greats because it's like um, one category of that is just putting yourself out there. Good, bad, ugly. You know what I'm saying? You mm. put it out there. You know what I mean? You embrace that. That's true. I also, I say this much about him too, man. Um, one thing about Park, man, um, I feel like Park felt betrayed by a lot of people, man. It's like, in that, you know, that's when, like, honestly, man, like, that can cause a dramatic change in somebody's life. You know, you, like, the first time, uh, you know, an individual gets shot. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, that that's different. You know what I'm saying? That's that's different. And like he talked about that a lot, you know, and that that could have traumatized them and it further pushed them, you know. And it's just like, you know, it it's just at that point in time, you like, who can I trust? You know what I mean? Um, man, that's Paul, a scary situation to be in. So you, you're right. You know what I'm saying, like, and, not and knowing what's that, going on with that. You're right, and that's that. You know. Me against the world. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're right, man. The people I thought I was cool with or was rocking with me, you know, I can I don't even know if I could trust them or not. And then with him too, man, he knew so much, man, because he, he, he knew what ultimately, man, caused the, the destruction of the Black Panther Party. He, he know it was infiltrated. You know, it's interesting, bro. You ever notice in history, man, history does repeat itself, man. Number one, every time you have... First of all, they won't allow 
They won't allow within our community for there to be three greats at the same time. It's never three. They'll allow it to be two, but never three. Now I'm going to ask you, why you think that? Okay. At the same time, at the peak, have you ever known it to be three or more at the peak at the same time within our community? I'm talking about within the so-called black community. Has there ever be has there ever been three powerful leaders at the same time? So I'll give you an example, right? Okay, so you got uh Martin Luther King, right? Mm-hmm. When you hear Martin Luther King, auto- automatically who do you think about? Uh, Malcolm X. Exactly, right there. So two. Now I'm uh, now I'm asking you for a second. Think about it. Why do you think that is? That it, what they, they it was it was two in your in your mind you always remember just two. Uh, those are the only ones they singled out. Like those are the only ones they either singled out or those are the only ones that they uh you know was out front they the most consistent. Okay, so you say they singled out right? Now let's look at it from that narrative. They singled out. Why do you think they singled it out? Uh, like I said, because for me, the way I think about it is like because either they was the most consistent or they was the most present as far as like putting themselves out there. Like mm-hmm. Malcolm X had, uh, I know he was affiliated with like the Muslim um, community and religion, and uh, I know they have a large influence. And then as far as MLK, I know he was a preacher, and uh, he went to a different a bunch of different schools, so he was real well educated. Mm-hmm. So as far as like speaking and being like a um. What do you call that? Oratorial, like somebody that's always presenting things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I figure those th- those two things, I always put them out front. Okay. Now, what if I told you, number one, but then if you look at them from, you know, let's just say from the spectrum, they both came from opposite ends of the spectrum. And when you start looking at them, one of them, the message was what? Nonviolent. The Gandhi approach. The other one was what? They called like- his more militant. Again, so what they tried to do was they force our people to pick between our own people. What do what does that do? It drives, it drives division. Oh yeah, most definitely. And for okay, I'm gonna show you another example, right? So again, with the Black Panther Party of Self Defense, that particular organization, it originated on the what? On the West Coast. Then they started a new, a new version of it on the East Coast. And then what they did during the time, you know, you didn't have cell phones and things of this nature. So, you know, you taking um, you incarcerate, you know, uh, you know, one of the leaders, one of the um, you, you could call them uh, the founding fathers, one of the founding fathers incarcerated. And then all of a sudden you sit up there and program the thoughts into his head, got him now paranoid. So he don't know who to trust and stuff like that. And then you infiltrate the whole organization. And now you got. Again, you got a mole in in the organization, and that's how you that's how you kill a movement. That's how you kill a movement. It's strategic base, but again, east and west, you got two entities now going against one another. Not only that, let's go back to the east and west. So history always has shown us if something worked the first time, why are you changing it? If anything, you're gonna add to it, but you're not gonna change the strategy. The formula works, right? So. East and West. Now, one of the sons of the Panthers, Tupac. Now, you know what I'm saying, on the West Coast. And on the East Coast, you got Biggie. Again, two of our leaders. 
in this music game. Now, all of a sudden, you create what? You create the beef between them. Because I do see people that can um, profit off of that. Our people, bro, they try to get us to pick between who it is that we want to accept as a leader. When to be honest with you, like to be honest with you, who you decide to follow, that's your choice. That's your choice. Just like they make the choice of who it is that they send, you know, uh, they send to be a, a, a senator or whatever. You make, you know, you make your pick, you know. But again, why does it have to be a consequence behind our pick to the point to where two can't exist at the same time? And look, with Biggie and Park, what? Both of them gone. The same thing about Malcolm and, and, and Martin. Both gone. In that situation, here. dog, you know what I'm saying? It blew out of proportion, I felt like. When I, you know what I'm saying, conversation could have ended that. A lot of things probably could have ended that. You know what I'm saying? Without it going to that to that extent. It's interesting. You said one of the um one of the things that could possibly be done is you stay on your side, I stay on my side. That's I think that's one of the biggest issues in our community too. Sides. We true forced that, to, again, that. forced to pick a side. And with picking a side, colors come with a side sometimes. That is true. Why for colored people we always forced to pick a side? And with that, you know, colors come attached to a side. Check this out. So on a smaller scale, I'm calling this a smaller scale, but in our communities is at large. So you got colors, blue and red predominantly. You pick between the two colors. One calls you a crip, one calls you a blood. Now, so with that, guess what? It's terrible. It's terrible. Within our community, anytime a mother has to bury her son, it's terrible. Anytime a mother or father has to bury their daughter, it's terrible. It shouldn't be. Especially if it's not of natural cause, it shouldn't be. But you know what they, you know what they say, chalk it up to the game. Mm-hmm. What in the world does that mean? Chalk that up to the game. No, we chalking it out in the game. <laughs> yeah, true that. But true that. not only that, man. So check this out. That that's only big to us or those that want to view it as big. But then in large. You know, when you uh magnify it, it's not big. It's not. It's not really because not, they say, bro. you know what? Shh, that always happened. That's what they do. You know, that's what they do. You know, it's interesting. Um, the Dark Knight with the Joker in it and Batman, you know, he talked about anarchy and just like, you know what I'm saying, in a sense, destroying the structure. And he said, you know, one measly mayor you know what I'm saying? If you know, I'm paraphrasing that. Offer to, you know, take one of them out. Nobody gets excited. Because again, that's a part of the system. Mm-hmm. But if you go after a male, a, a mayor, a congressman, or something like that, I'm not saying you should. I'm not. <laughs> again, I'm just saying, it, you know, the way he was just drawing out the picture, they go crazy. Mm-hmm. Because that's not a part of the process. It makes it look like the system isn't secure anymore. You know, now it makes it look like the system shows that it's unsafe. But then you go across this line over here, across this you know side of town, and all along, it's never appeared safe. Or it's never appeared as though it was secure. You know what I'm saying? Red lighting, stuff like that. But I want to say this here, man. Going back to the color thing. So you had, uh, you have Crips and Bloods, right? Red and blue. 
What else, man? What else? This United States was forged under the same colors, red and blue. Look at the flag. That's an indication. Not only that, politics, red and blue. It's, it's forcing you to pick between the two. Now that right there, you know, it's like uh, either they telling you, man, you're going to be the jackass or they telling you, man, you know. But who is telling us that though? Like this is what this is what politics are telling us. Either you're gonna be the jackass because you're gonna pick the donkey, or either you you succumb to the elephant in the room. What I get from what you're saying, dog, is we should pay more attention as far as being more in tune with reading. You know, it's always gaining information, always seeking new perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Uh, always trying to grow myself, grow my mind, and not just cons- uh, like you said, going back to the city point. Not just staying concerned with what's going on in my city. You know what I'm saying? Understanding that, yo, it's bigger and better things that's out here that's going on besides this little small conflict maybe or, you know, whatever the case may be that's, you know what I'm saying, going on around you. Yeah, or even with the conflict, man, let's stop and let's explore the conflict. Let's let's, let's understand the genesis of the conflict because sometimes that's the issue. You don't understand the issue. But then you brush it off and say, you know, there is no issue. That's very true, man. And that's, again, going back to how we got started. Everybody wants to air their voice. That's it, man. It's like, man, so here it is, man. You got over here on this corner, man, this our territory. We run the street. Over here, right across the street, now, long as you don't you come over here you you know what I'm saying you got you got problems on your hand but again why do we function like this like why are though. we after why are we after some will look at it and some you know some take it and, and, and they spin it or they uh, undermine it and they say okay man these fools fighting over a corner a corner like you know why are they fighting over a corner and then I sit there and I've I've thought about it and I've like I've 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 really truly I've I've pondered this 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 topic and, and, and pondered over the thought process for a long time. And again, I can't speak on behalf of everybody that's battled over a corner. I can't. But in my mind, I sit there and I get to thinking about it. Why is it that our people are fighting over corners or materialistic things or you know like just things of this you know that really some people might not even find to be significant well you've had so many things taken from you in your life man land our people owned a lot of this land so now it's like again the battle that we're showing over a corner is bigger than just a battle over a corner Who's who's the ones that suffering? It's us. It's no different than when you got a mom and pop shop, and then all of a sudden, you know, all hell breaks loose in the hood, and all of a sudden, man, now you burning down moms and pop shops that's yeah. been there for generations. True that. You now you further damaging your own hood. But why? Because number one. You feel that your voice isn't being heard. But now you're taking it out on the wrong people. That's very true, man. 
That's a good point. That's a super good point, Irv. And I, um, to that point, dog, you're right. A lot has been taken from us through generations, and that that trauma, all that has been passed down. It's no different than if you, you know, what I'm saying, have an animal that you just cage up and you treat horrible. Yeah. And when she have, when that animal has offspring, it's gonna teach it to fear its owner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That offspring gonna teach it the same thing. So it's like. Same thing, uh, I guess, with slavery. Going back mm-hmm. to you know slavery, four hundred years ago, man, that's a long time to be oppressed. And as time went on, yeah, things have gotten better. We're not definitely taking light of that. But I think that the trauma that has went on because of that still is in effect today, and it's gonna take um, it's gonna take time for that to heal, man. It's gonna take a lot of time for that to heal. And I think I don't know, I don't know, I don't have a solution. You know what I'm saying? My brain is not big enough to find a solution to that. I just think for me, I think it's knowledge and having conversation. You know what I mean? Actually talking about it. Like you said, with the elephant in the room, man, you have to talk about these things and bringing them light. And for me, the only, the only thing I will say, don't use that as a crush. Don't use that as a victim mentality. You know what I'm saying? Or use that as a, as a building blocks. Well, definitely. Um, like I look at it too, man. And, um, when you start speaking about the building blocks, man, oftentimes what, what must happen with that is, okay, even with the building blocks, you know, first of all, you can't build anything without a set of hands. And those those sets of hands, man, come from many different people. But you can't build something and, you know, you build them in particular, you know, in particular, you build them on the backs of a set of people. And then you don't even give credit to the people that build it. And then you call that, you know, the USA. I'm not trying to come across as that dude that's, you know, well, reparations would be nice because I, I do feel like for for a lot, you know, it, it's been a lot taken from a lot. Um, But I think, again, just sitting down, having conversations. And, and, and first of all, let's start with, the truth for a lot of a lot of our people we were wronged tell the people who they really are one of the things greater than money is the knowledge because you know the wisdom man wisdom wisdom can take you very far you can okay you can give somebody you can give somebody enough money to last them the whole year you can give somebody that but they don't have knowledge you think they're going and you think that's going to last the rest of the year? Most no. definitely. But then you can teach somebody how to make enough money to last them the whole year and guess what? They could take that and flip that. Most definitely. And now all of a sudden after they didn't flip it a few times, guess what? They all spring and eat from that. Mhm. Okay, it's systematic adjustments and it's the systematic approach in which we take to benefit us or it's the failure to do so that'll further handicap us. I feel like even with this podcast, man, having this conversation, this is happening to us. So we have to create a solution for us. You know what I mean? Because it's not anybody else's culture's responsibility because they're not affected the same way by it. Mm-hmm. You were, you're right about that, man. It's yeah. It starts with us. If you, if you play ball for anybody, that's why practice is important because what it is that you practicing at, well, in the midst of practice, what it is that you going over and you reviewing that practice, 
it's nothing more than a dress rehearsal of what it is you're going to experience on game day. So oftentimes how you practice is how you play during the games. Yeah. And, you know. That's, that's it, so true. Yeah. So it's like, man, even within our community, if we, if there's certain things we find or we deem as too, we, we, we become sensitive to certain things and, oh, no, I, we, we're not going to talk about that. We'll sweep that up under the rug. Then all of a sudden, guess what? That which we chose to skip over. That's gonna be, that's gonna be the one skeleton in our closet that's gonna haunt us to death. Most definitely, it's gonna keep coming back and it's gonna keep haunting us until you exercise that demon. You know what I think is powerful though. I think with each generation, um, even with you, with your family, you taking change in your family to to not repeat the same patterns that maybe you thought that you were taught that was wrong. Same thing, I feel like, with each generation as it gets better, I think that's also where the solution comes in because there's more platforms being built. It's more opportunities for voices to get heard and opinions to get said and facts to be put out. So each generation is going to have that information to go off of to make it even better. Um, And I think that's also, that, as far as the bigger piece of the pie, I think that's what creates the solution. You know what I mean? I don't think it's ever going to be one generation that's going to have the solution that's going to fix everything. I think that each generation brings light to the situations that were wronged in and the people that was wronged. And then the next generation takes the totem pole and takes that and runs to the next line or runs to the next uh, starting point. I agree with you. That's how it should be. But what can often happen is one generation starts to work, then the other generation looks back at that and say they done the, they've done the work. They don't even touch back on that and just walk away from it. And guess what? Now it's incomplete. You know, and I want you I want you to hear me good on this. Um harassment. Like harassment, it's it's a it's a method in which harassment can actually be a positive thing. You harass you harass injustice to the point to where, you know what? Nah, we're going to have to do something about this because, yeah. nah, we, we ain't seen no changes happening. And now it's starting to affect us one way or the other. Like, for example, that's why somebody like Martin Luther King could have been seen as a complete nuisance. When you got a figure with so much power that tells this multitude of people, no, we're not, we're not going to be violent with them, but we're going to hurt them where it hurts them the most, their pockets. Man, look here. Now, one thing about it, man, I always heard this, uh, this saying, and I, I ain't never known it to be wrong. They say money talks. Money presents changes. So the moment he said we're going to boycott the bus system. That's something we depended on. They knew that. Guess what? Just as well as they. See, that's when, you know, self-evaluations must be had. We got to evaluate self because we got to be real with self and we got to understand what's our weaknesses. We got to understand what's, you know, what's our strengths. Because just when we understand what our weaknesses are, then we'll become familiar with thy enemy. Because your enemy knows your tendency. 
in the moment you take and you say to yourself, you know what? Boy, you know what? We really do depend on these bus systems. Well, we really do depend on these Ubers. We really do depend on the taxis, you know, this, that, and the other, whatever. Everybody got the sacrifice. All right. We're not riding the we're not riding the bus system at all for a month. Wait a minute, a month? No, a month. Susan, look, we can carpool. We all have to come together. And again, the moment we come together, that's when powerful things happen. Just like, you know, just like Black Wall Street. You got all of the money start staying in the community and then it circulates within that community. That's when growth happens. That's when growth happens. Most definitely. That's 100%. Yeah. And, and from that, man, like seriously. So what you do in a sense is you break a system down and you build your system. Now you think about if Martin Luther King actually he led our people to a point to where we never went back to the bus system. Do you know what that one choice would have meant to America today? The bus system wouldn't even be it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be in effect like that today. You could have shut down the bus system in, bro. And I, <laughs> it's crazy because this ain't nothing but God. You could have shut down the bus system in our people could have created a whole new way of traffic because anytime, you know, anytime in, in, in anytime in our history, man, that we've invented stuff is because we've seen a need for it. most ideas in the world, pretty much everything in the world is created out as a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, everything pretty much, you know that's what I'm saying? It, it's a necessity. So it's like, that's definitely, um, that's definitely true, man. So, the solution, you know what I'm saying? Like finding the solution is the key. You know what I'm saying? Identifying a problem, of course, but you also have to find a solution. Figure out how to fix the problem. Not using anything as a crutch. You know what I'm saying? Identifying it, acknowledging it, but you do have to find a solution to it. Facts, man. Facts. Felt like this is a pretty good dialogue. I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate you sharing, man. It was it was it was pretty pretty legit, bro. We got deep on this, man. Um, so ask y'all, man, tune in next week. Uh, another episode coming soon. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we out. If you like what you've heard, or would like to send us feedback, reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialize at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast. Twitter at Real Talk Pod 1 and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.